It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens! Hi, we're the defective characters, uh, ready to have all of these defects removed from ourselves. Hi, I'm Dennis. That's it? That's your best? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember what else... Dennis Dennis wanted to he's mad of being second or third, so he wanted to take the whole thing on. That's that's what you have by memory? But yeah. doing like almost 150 episodes. Yeah, but I don't listen to what you say. <laughs> You're pretty close. Okay, he's Dennis. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm James. Take it, Dennis. And today we'll be talking about Terran shares. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> Uh, that was pretty good. You know, we're going to get some complaints, I would say, but that's okay. I don't blame them. Oh, oh, we broke our record. Last week, we had more people to listen than any other first week episode that has dropped. Wow. So, James, what was... I want to say congratulations. So we had like six people instead of four. No, there was, there was a lot. I'm not going to get into numbers because I what don't want that? Dennis's head to inflate, but it broke our record. It was the most. So nice. congratulations, James, on picking a good topic. Way to go. Oh, abuse. Do you want to uh, fill everybody in on the last week, James? How was everything? Oh, good. Um, I'm getting uh, down to see my kids. Um I was, uh, no, I'm, I'm still trying to stay in the, the present moment. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times, I'm, man, I'll, things will be better if I only have this or if I, if I this new position or something like that. And I was, it was reminded in the morning meeting today that, you know, unless you're happy now where you're at and content, you know, it's always going to be the same. You're always going to be reaching. So I'm really trying to focus on that. Not saying I can't make goals. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm taking son to the magic kingdom after the park closes from 10 o'clock to one o'clock the day he gets here as a graduation person. So that'll be, that'll be exciting. Um, I'm opening a bank account for him for his graduation present too. I'll probably give him like $500 or something like that. Uh, checking the savings. And I, I got my family on board, so hopefully it'll get up there. That being said, he probably should get some kind of part-time summer job. Um, Dennis would be happy to know that I'm kind of, instead of in a, a drawing and art slump, I, I can't put my pen down. I'm just going. <laughs> I, I found my stride. <laughs> nice. I, I was surprised you sent me pictures this morning and you're like i made 20 mouths i'm like whoa (laughs) yeah but other than that everything's uh everything's going good um gonna practice being grateful and content in every circumstance what about you dennis 
Well, you know, I sat around and thinking, like, if only I had a Ferrari and a big house, then things would be better for me. No. Uh, oh, wait, no, that's not what we're supposed to do. No, I mean, my week has been all right. I don't know. I've been battling the sleeping thing really bad this week. Um, like, I switched. Last time I went to the doctor, I switched the medicine from taking it in the morning, like one of the medicines to taking it in the morning to taking it at night. Cause it's the pretty sure that's the one that's making me tired all the time. So now like I sleep through the whole night, like without waking up every couple of hours, like I was doing for a while, but then like, it's super even harder to get up in the morning. And then there's like a couple of days where I like, slept most of the day away so that's kind of you know i don't know it's kind of better in some ways but worse in some ways i guess i don't know so i'm dealing with that but uh, other than that not much crypto's crashing again this morning so that's always fun to watch it's always entertaining um my sister and my nephews are coming up this weekend so that, I'm looking forward to that. So that would be good. Other than that, I finished watching, I caught up on Love, Love, Death, and Robots. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, have you all ever seen Love, Death, and Robots, Mike and yeah. James? Yeah. I have like, no idea. Okay. It's a whole bunch of short films, like science fiction-y films of animation. But like, it's super quality, like state of the art, like animation. And I'm just thinking, like, why can't we have a full length film with like this quality and like this story content? Because they're more geared to adults and like sci fi stuff. But it's just so, so good and groundbreaking. I'm like, it was amazed by it. But other than that, that's been my week. What about you, Mike? Sweet. I uh, got back from seeing family in Boston. It was fun. Um, the um, My fiance, Becky, has some anxiety flying. And we, we tested out some of that anxiety. She doesn't like flying unless she's sitting at the window. And I uh, forgot to check in on the way back the day before. So the only seats that were available was the exit row that would have been an additional $58 a seat or the aisle and middle. And I said, hey, I have no problem buying like the exit row so that way we have the window. Um, would you like me to do that? And she said, no, I think I'll be fine. And she was not. <laughs> so we sat in the aisle and middle and she uh, was having a difficult time. And the funny portion of this was that we were both cracking up at. There was a girl who was probably 10 years old on the other aisle in our row. And her dad was sitting next to her and mom was sitting at the window. And this girl was eating sunflower seeds and piling up the seeds after she was sucking on them on the tray. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that is worse than having your, your bare feet like out and taking your socks off because it was disgusting. And she was sucking on them so loud that it's my new, like, 
you can't do it on an airplane. And I never even thought about it beforehand. If you can imagine just a bunch of wet saliva soaked sunflower seeds, just a mountain of them. She went through probably three pounds of sunflower seeds and was just piling piling them up on a napkin and then throwing them away. And she got yelled at by one of the uh, flight attendants because the guy was taking trash and they separate recycling and trash, I guess, on the plane. And she went and threw the sunflower seeds in the recycling portion. And the flight attendant yelled at her as loud as possible. He goes, no, 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 no. And he starts screaming. And I'm like, what in the world just happened? <laughs> so uh, I guess you had to be there. Anyway, it was funny. Um, <laughs> it's pretty so funny. The, uh, yeah, the family was good. I got to see everybody. It was probably one of the most enjoyable uh, trips. And I'm usually good at not forgetting anything. But I forgot our sweatshirts and my uh, my toothbrush. So. I guess that was a fail as far as that goes, but hey, I get a get a new one, and we live in a place where we're not going to need sweatshirts for at least another six months. So, you know, how good is yeah. that, right? Yeah, you get an wow. excuse to go shopping. Yeah. So, and then I'm I'm back in the saddle, and last night I was asked to uh, to speak this Friday on a Zoom uh, meeting and then also scheduled with James uh, some service coming up in a couple weeks. So pretty good. I, I like that stuff. Whenever I can't, uh, you know, regularly easily get to uh, a meeting and the, the price of gas is, is bumming me out easily getting to you guys, um, you know, uh, a Zoom meeting, is coming to me so um yeah so it's good and next week we'll be able to celebrate five years god willing for for you and uh and also t is going to be joining us i think yeah that's great what do we want to talk about next week do you want to make it a marbles podcast because we're going to be talking about getting your marbles back oh oh nice oh my yeah, like I think, like what life was like without your marbles, and what it's like now that you can. Well, hold you don't them. know what to do with them, though, right? Isn't it no, five it, years to get them it's back? Cold. Supposedly, it's five years to get them back, and then what? Five more before you know what to do with them. Yeah, you play with them. Like I've been playing with my marbles the last three years, just not in public. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. This is a family podcast. I know, I know. I make sure the lights are out. And then I light a candle, and then I try to figure out what's going on. Put on some Barry White. <laughs> uh, you're setting the mood. Setting the mood yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I like you deepened your voice, too. I, uh, I tried. <laughs> tear and share. Tear and share. James, you want to go first? Okay. All right. All right. De- Dennis has all of them. There's no cheating, yep. Dennis. We can't see if you're looking up. I, yeah, we want to hear it. Hold it next, no, I won't. To, next to your microphone so that way we hear you digging in. Can you hear me shaking it? Yep. Okay. All right. I'm going to draw one. Let's see, what does it say? Ooh, sponsorship. All right, James, go. Go, James, go. Uh, okay. 
uh, I have a sponsor today. Uh, his name's Brian. And when um, when I asked him to be my sponsor, yeah, he said, uh, you know, sponsor. And um, Brian, he gave me some instructions right away. He said to take, he said, give me a call every day. And uh, I want you to read uh, Upon Awakening uh, every day. I didn't do either of those things, but you know, he, he, he stayed my sponsor. Thank God, because I needed someone to bring me to the steps. And, um, he, uh, he also said that I need to move back to Miami. I didn't do that either. Um, so I guess sponsorship is, is good for getting you through the steps. Not your, uh, they're not your employer. They're not your dad. And mom, they don't. You don't have to listen to them. God, this isn't that. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying, so they're not your, they're not your higher power. <laughs> That's it. Yep, they're not your power. But um, I have so much respect and gratitude, uh, Brian. I still uh, talk to him. He still goes to the morning meeting every day, um, five days a week. So I can always go and see him. That is a treat. And um, he he definitely took me through the steps, and um, for that I'm eternally grateful. And since I got through the steps, I've been able to sponsor about other people, and um, none of them call me. Next, mm-hmm. thanks, James. All right, Dennis, are you going turn. next or am I? I'm going next. Okay, cool. You're going next since I'm drawing. T-Bird, right. this is a private podcast. You can't be here. <laughs> T-Bird, no. God bless you all. Bless you. <laughs> I didn't even hear anybody sneeze. <laughs> all right. I'm drawing. And we got Uno reverse card. Oh, wait. That's the wrong game. That's a, Yeah. Don't wake daddy. That's another card. Dealing with trouble in recovery. All right. Um, so there was a lot of, I, I'll use one experience. So when my daughter was born, this was just a, what was it? It was like a year and a half before we started the podcast. Uh, Olivia, my daughter, who's turning four in July, she was born two months early, premature, um, and there was one thing in particular that I'm proud of that without the program, I know wouldn't have been uh, my ex-wife after my daughter was born premature. She, she never really opened up. Oddly, we never really had conversations. I tried cause I I'm a very emotional person, but she would never like tell me what she, how she was feeling. So after a while I stopped asking. Um, but she said like, uh, you were really uh, there and stepped up in a major way. And like, I thank you for that. She said after my daughter was like three months old and I know that without the program, that never would have been, I never once have thought when uh, you know, when the shit hits the fan, I never once thought of taking a drink. And there's been many of those times. I think for a lot of us, we have friends that, with the pandemic, they relapsed and they weren't able to do it. But not everybody relapsed, right? And I think that's a testament to the program. 
that you can get the tools by going to a meeting, going through the big book, having a sponsor like James was talking about. But I was able to uh, stay in the day. And the phrase that I always tell myself whenever anything is really bad is, is it bad enough to make it worse with a drink? You know, and nothing is ever so bad that I want to make it worse with a drink. And I know that it will. So I keep that front of mind and that's my time. Thanks, Dennis. Woohoo. I, I just want to comment. You said like some people relapse, but not everyone relapsed. There was also like some people that got sober during COVID. Yeah. You know, and didn't and like did it on Zoom without like the direct support of like an in-person meeting. Which I find yeah. amazing. Those people are freaks. I agree. Dennis. <laughs> I know. We're all we're all freaks. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm drawing one. Uh, self-centeredness. Ooh, that's perfect for you, Dennis. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I'm the I'm the center of the universe myself because there's infinite space to the left of me, to the right of me, and above me and below me. So therefore, I'm the center. I don't want to think about anything belowing you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what is with you today? You uh, said it. No, I think uh, self-centeredness is the root of all of our problems, as they say, or whatever. And I, I agree with that. Like, uh, I think, uh, you know, before... I came in or whatever like it was literally the only thing that I thought about was you know what can I get out of this situation or what you know how do I benefit from this or how do I feel about this or whatever and you know that caused nothing but problems and then you know you come into the rooms and you realize that like I mean hopefully you realize a little bit that from doing the fourth step and the fifth step or whatever that like the actions that we take when we're being like that affect everyone around us and stuff. And if we start thinking about other people and how we can help them and how, you know, you know, how we can, you know, give to the world or whatever, I guess, for lack of a better term, without thinking of what we get back in return or whatever, then things are better. You know, you don't have to worry about yourself. You don't have to like overthink about yourself because God will take care of it all. And, you know, it frees up the anxiety. It frees up like the comparison envy thing, kind of like what James was talking about earlier and like stuff. Like, I don't know. Self-centeredness is our problem. And I feel kind of hypocritical talking about that because like James literally asked me to do like some service like for Monday. And I said, no, I probably couldn't do it. And then like with my anxiety and stuff, it, it definitely makes me focus on myself a little bit more than normal because like I kind of got to figure that out kind of self-care kind of way and get that straightened up so that I can help people. But I don't know. But James, you're next. I'll see you Monday then. <laughs> yeah, I don't know That's about that. I, I can't commit. I can't commit at the moment. I need you, Dennis. Oh. All right. Next is 
Forgiveness. Please forgive me, James, if I don't go on Monday. Um, yeah, actually, I, I do forgive you, Dennis. But um, you just said you can't make a commitment at this time. So I'll be asking you every day until then. Um, That's fair. In my... Um, I've had to ask for forgiveness uh, from people I've harmed. And when I did the amends, I, I've been very blessed to have everyone that I've been amends to uh, forgive me and ask them to forgive me. I also, uh, I only ask them, do you have it in your heart to forgive me? Also, is there anything that I can do to make it up for you? You know, And I also say that I promise never to do that to you again. Those are the, the ways I can for forgiveness. And honestly, I do that to my wife a little more than I'd like. Um, I think sometimes it's, uh, I think I'm running in the right direction. Um, it's harder with people who are closest to us. We, we push other's buttons. Um, but I truly mean it uh, when, I, when I ask someone. <laughs> now, there's no one that is eating my lunch today. I'm happy to say I am. There's no one that I think about um, that I need to forgive or that I have resentments for. I, I honestly look in my, my mind and don't have any resentments for my friends, my family, people, work. I, I don't think about, don't take up space in my mind. So I, I don't forgive anyone right now. I'm completely. There's other things I need to work on, but that is not one of them. And I, it's, it is a blessing. It is really a blessing that uh, all my friends can hear today. And it's Thanks. Thanks, James. Hey, James, James can, can you do us a favor? Can you, um, like, log out and then click the link again? Or just make sure you're connected to Wi-Fi. We hear you. Just every few words get a little warbly. Oh no! It's a, it's okay. It's, it's just I want to make sure that uh, your next share is is clear. We don't miss anything. It was just it wasn't like um, remember like uh, two years ago we had some and it was like a train wreck while we were trying <laughs> to figure it out. It wasn't like that. I just want to make sure that your message is heard, my friend. Yeah. Forgive me. All right. What do we right. What do we got, Dennis? Here, here. Go away. <laughs> Mike's turn. I'm just kidding. Don't go away. All right. We got two miracles and sobriety. That's always a good one. Nice. So I didn't, I, I guess my definition of miracle um, has become more reachable, I think. Because before I thought miracles and it had to be something like way, way over the top, uh, like somebody that was supposed to die and then didn't. And then I realized after recounting some of the immanageabilities and also times that I could have, uh, you know, gotten to a car accident since drinking and driving was in my story. I look at it and I go, wait a minute, it was pretty miraculous that I, I didn't uh, have those things happen to me. You know, I hit many a curb when I was driving drunk and popped many a tire. Um, 
what was it? Uh, two months before I hit my bottom, I wasn't paying attention and I took a turn too wide and slammed into the side of a car and the cops came and I was hammered and had an open container in my car and had a cop there on the scene. And I was only maybe a foot and a half from his face and didn't even think about putting a mint in my mouth and he didn't hear me. And those are uh, miracles that God had my story, you know, didn't have those things in them. Um, so those were the miracles that I think I saw in sobriety that were actually part of my life before. And now when anything, um, happens, I look at even my divorce. That was a very painful thing as a miracle because it led me to be able to take on anything that, that comes, um, in my life, you know, and now I have one of the best, uh, I, I have some of the best memories the last year because of the new relationship I'm in also because I don't have anybody telling me, Oh, you can't, don't do that with your child. We can't do that. We're not, I don't, I, whatever I want to do with my daughter, I can do when I have her. I don't have anybody telling me that I can't, which is really nice, you know, to be able to, um, you know, live my life with, you know, I asked my higher power, to show me the way and it's uh, it's amazing so there you go miracles yay Woo-hoo. okay what do i get work 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 see dennis Uh-oh. all directed towards you uh i think work 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 and like it's one of those things like that they say after like one of what it was at the preamble or how it works or whatever, like in the morning and everyone like collectively says work, work, work after it was one of those things where like, I was like, Oh God, what is wrong with these people? It's a cult. They're chanting now. Like, but uh, no, uh, I think like it's important to remind ourselves that like recovery is not easy. It's hard. It's difficult. You know, it's one of the hardest things to do in all of existence is changing yourself. And it takes work to do that. You know, you can't like just come into the rooms and sit there and and expect to like be serene and happy and sober just by like osmosis or whatever. You have to like actually put in the work, you know, you have to learn to do service which is against most of our natures you have to like walk through the steps like do the inventories do all of this stuff and then that's what will eventually get us through like the darkness and and onto like a better life as the like best version of ourselves that we can be that day but it takes work you know it really does and I think it's something that like, especially as newcomers, we have to be reminded of. And even as we get close to five years, we have to be reminded of that as well, you know? So James is next.
practice these principles. In all Hello. Our well, it just says practice these principles, but you can tag them in all of the affairs. All right. Now, this one, principles being, you know, this, the 12 steps. I, you know, maybe after a year or so in the program, I, I thought that the steps, probably less than that, though, the steps have a different principle, like courage and honesty, so on and so forth. It's kind of like the, the scout if you're a, a boy scout. Um, I'm going to recite you guys this. A scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. I remember that because um, it was one of the requirements. And I don't know if I've shared this. I was actually an Eagle Scout. I am an Eagle Scout. And that's kind of cool. My dad always tells me that. To, to put that on my resume, it's like, that's impressive. There's not a lot of eagle scouts out there. And I, I always forget it. I'm proud of that. Um, I took a different turn, unfortunately. But I'm better for it for where I'm at now. Anyways, the principles in all my food when I'm a father, when I'm a husband, uh, when I go to work, you know, you can't go to meetings and make and a good face and a good show and share amazing things and then go to work you can be be a complete jerk to people you know you and when you go home i've known some people that they're amazing at at aa and then got a family with five kids and he were home this was back in miami and so he was always out with the fellow he was never he was neglecting family. i mean that's not practicing your principles with all your affairs um, you know, you got some some things are so just try to be a good person, love people, um, just honest in all my dealings, and you know, be a good human being today. And that includes traffic. You know, just because you're in a car doesn't mean that does not give you the right to be a jerk and say things out loud because you're putting that out in the universe. Oh, this must be in a hurry. God bless. I got that from Philly. <laughs> what if they're driving too slow in the fast lane? Dead. All of our affairs. We just practice. Oh, okay. I was just checking. I didn't know. You put up a good point. So we're always going to be good. We're practicing. Yeah. Woohoo. All right. Mike's next one is. We must. Identification in recovery. Identification in recovery. Yeah. He repeated. I know. I know there's a lot of people that um, went into the rooms and. It took them a while before, and again, if your home group doesn't do this, then you know you might you might never have said it unless you shared. Um, but in the very first meeting I went to, they went around the room and everybody said their name and that they were an alcoholic or an addict or cross addicted or whatever or a friend of AA if they if they didn't um, 
want to say that they were an alcoholic. And I was glad that the very first meeting I went to, they did that and that I had no problem in saying that I was an alcoholic because I knew. Uh, And my friend who had 10 years sobriety, she said, you know, you don't have to say it. You didn't have to say it. She said, like, after it went around to, like, the next person, I said, no, I like I know I am. I know I got a problem and I don't want to feel like that anymore. I felt really heavy. I felt like uh, there was one of those big exercise weights, like uh, almost like a bulletproof vest, like on me, like there was so much that was weighing me down. And that's because I was a very dramatic person and that the smallest little thing would be enough for me to act irrationally and act out. And if I didn't come in and identify as an alcoholic, um, my life would be just way different. You know, but people ask me now why I don't drink. And, and I say, um, because I used, I used alcohol. You're not supposed to use alcohol and other people are like, you know, no, I do it all the time. It's fine. And that's totally cool for them. But I was miserable most of the time when I was drinking, um, especially I was sick of apologizing afterwards. And if identifying as an alcoholic means I don't have to say I'm sorry again um, because of something I did when I was drinking, that I win. Yay. That's it. That's it, Dennis. Yay. Dennis, why don't we have you be the last one since we're almost about to time out? Is that okay with you, James? Yeah, I, I guess that's acceptable. I okay. forget. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Saving the best for last. I was trying to we first. <laughs> Letting go of anger. You'll let it go. Anger. Being angry at someone is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Uh, I think, uh, I mean, anger is, I don't know, it's a hell of a drug. I think a lot of times we, we get hurt or we get mad at someone because of our expectations of them. They're not acting in a way that we think they should act. Or we feel like we're going to lose something or have lost something or been offended. So like out of fear or our pride or ego being hurt. And it typically is not constructive in a way, you know, like getting angry at these things doesn't achieve anything. It doesn't fix the problem at hand. It doesn't fix our ego. It doesn't fix our situation. So it's really pointless. But it's it's extremely overpowering. You know, so I think it's important when we go through like our character defects and even our fourth and fifth step in a way and even like step 11 and stuff is like we need to identify what are these things that make us angry and why they make us angry. And then what we can do that when these emotions come up, because I mean, we're human, we're going to get angry at times, but like 
what tools can we use to you know, mitigate our, our anger so that we don't act out on it, so we don't like harm people or explode because of the anger or whatever. You know, I think it's an important thing. Like fear and anger, I think, are two very important things that we have to like get control of if we want happiness and serenity. And we just gotta let people be people, not get so angry at like people for going too slow in the fast lane or not using their blinker or like anything like that. Like shit happens, you know, let's be grateful that we have a car. All right, that's all I got on anger. I like that, Dennis. Hey, Taryn Share, James' favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So next week, we'll be celebrating five years with uh, T joining us uh, on... This is a, this is pretty cool. Five years. Wow, guys. Huh? Yeah, uh, that seems like a, a significant, like, landmark. You know, like one year, and then five years, and then ten years. I agree. I don't. I don't know what that is. I mean, I guess we should be grateful for each day, but like, well, yeah. But but like, uh, but saying you have five years is like different than saying like, oh, you got three years, or you got four years, or two years. You know, it's like, I don't know. I think maybe just because it's a, the, I don't know, a significant segment like we divide monies from pennies to nickels to dimes that's gotta be it that's gotta be it yeah i I like that well looking forward to that episode uh kind of marking another fantastic year and we'll be back next thursday sharing our experience strength and hope with you on episode 142 where the defective character is entirely ready to have all these character defects and moods remember Sharing is caring, right, Dennis? Yeah, woohoo. Yeah. And I, I, I just remembered I forgot to do the disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. Oh, yeah. No, you butchered it. <laughs> um, <laughs>